What is up, guys? Welcome back to Music Corner Riffs Day 08. I'm Nate. It's your boy, Trent. And today, it's the two of us. Sebastian's absent today, unfortunately, but the show goes on. And we haven't had a Nate and Trent episode in a while here, so, uh, you know. It's, but it's been, it's been, been a, a, almost a year, I think. Was it maybe, really? Or like, maybe a few months. Yeah, yeah, at the, at the shortest a few months, but mm-hmm. I can't remember what, what albums we did if we did. But I know, like, last year we had more than usual, but, you know, it yeah. happens. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, new albums. Let's start it off here with Amigo the Devil, Born Against. Go ahead and start it off, Trent. Uh, actually, I was going to ask you to start off, because I am Ooh. actually really interested on your take, if Ooh. you don't mind. <laughs> Honestly, sure, sure, I'll start this okay. one off. Because so... I, have, I have some things to say about it, but... This was definitely a weird album, and I really just want to know, like, yeah. what. Because, like, I was, I, I don't know what the fuck to expect going like this, so. I knew that he sounded the way he did, as in, like, the, the genre. So, like, basically, he's, um, like, how do I put this? Though, or at least the way he's described, I guess, on Spotify is something along the lines of, like, you know, darker folk, dark country with, like, not metal influences, but if there are, it's in terms of the lyrics, you know? And okay. Yeah, and it's just, it, it was something I came across that, because, like, he, um, what was he, what did he do? He he was at a festival, like, a really popular, like, rock festival this year, and I saw him on the bill, and I was like, I've never heard of him before, and, like, when I looked into him, I'm like, wait, he's, like, country, what the fuck? Or, like, folk of some sort. So... Going into that knowing this, I was like, you know what? All right, let's just see how different it is. Trent, I'm going to ask you this, too, because I, I wanted to ask both of you this, but, like, you know, here, here. So mm-hmm. have you, you've been to the zoo, right? The Cleveland Zoo. Yeah. Okay, okay. Are you familiar with the Wolf House, where the yeah. wolves are and shit? <laughs> this is the music that you would kind of like. You know, this is the the, the setting <laughs> I get from this album and music. <laughs> You're just sitting in that cabin, you know, in that wolf house, by that campfire. The guy's on the fucking rocking chair, just playing along and singing whatever the fuck he's singing, and that is the image that I had throughout this entire album. And That's so great. <laughs> It's very descriptive, and it's very precise, but that is exactly it. And not to mention, too, it just... The, some of the moments, too, reminded me of even, like, Rob Zombie, too, in terms of, like, the lyrics and just, like, you know, some of the styles, too. It it felt like it was an acoustic Rob Zombie at times, just, I guess, a little bit more tamed down. But other than that, though, I mean, with the music itself, it just isn't for me, and I really wasn't thoroughly enjoying it, especially, like, more towards the middle i mean it started off just interesting like you know the first couple songs but then like it just kind of got the same to me and i already got the point and i was like i mean i i just had to kind of like push through it but i ended up giving it a four and a half out of ten uh despite the the great image that it gave me um but i just don't think this is for me and i'm just gonna leave it at that that's that's all i gotta say about it go ahead though trent uh yeah, I was I was not thinking that throughout this entire album, but that is funny as shit. <laughs> um, really, what I was thinking was, April, hey what am I listening to? Um, and like honestly, it like clouded my mind of like how, of like what the fuck was going on because like it was it was so out there, and it was only half an hour. It was yeah, it was very short, very short. Which 
it it didn't seem like that when I was listening to it. Got to be honest. Um, definitely. No, dragged. I, I yeah, it, it dragged on. Uh, but no, that fucking image of <laughs> fucking the wolf, wolf house. house. It is just that <laughs> cabin, so not the wolves itself, or like that little just aquarium, the cabin. The, the cabin. Exactly. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I definitely can hear you know maybe some Rob Zombie influences here or there, um, which I think it, it's okay. You know, it's it's not a it's not a rip off. No, means. no, not by any means. And you know, if he's got a following, he's got a following. So you know, I'll give him credit there. The album itself, though, uh, is a five out of ten for me. Uh, it did mostly because it was just really fucking weird. I really didn't know what was going on. Um, but it was, yeah, like you said, it was really easy to get the point of it in like the first few songs and it was just like, all right, you know, we done. Right. Literally. Um, yeah, that's my take on it. I'm, I'm going to think I'm going to just going to, I'm going to call it Wolf House from now on. That's it. Wolf House album. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. All right. Well, next up here, let's keep it moving. We got the new album from Volvaldinia. I'm going to butcher it. I'm going to butcher this title. Pre, oh man. Prynuntius Infinity? Um, sure. We'll just call it that. Uh, I'll have you start this one off, Trent. Yeah, I couldn't help you there. I, I, I don't know what the fuck that title nope. is. Usually I'm pretty good about <laughs> And if And if you haven't picked up already, yes, they are pretty much like a death metal slam kind of band. So there you go. Yes. And this is actually a band that I'm familiar with, which is funny. Me too. Yeah, genuinely yeah. me too. Yeah, so this this was the first thing I listened to this week, and holy shit, let me tell you, um, it really gave you a run for your money. Um, it's it's interesting. It's been a long time since I've listened to them, so I wasn't really like, um, I I wasn't sure what to expect. I guess I'll say that. Right. Um, but I mean, for the almost hour that it is. I think it was still really good. Uh, I'm, it's a music corner seven for me. There are just some things that I just really liked about it. Um, not too much. I don't remember most of it, uh, but the parts that I do remember, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty good." And then, you know, some other parts, I was like, "Eh," you know, could give her, give her a take without them. But mm-hmm. uh, I... it, it's a metal album, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, it's a seven from me. So. Yeah, no, I, I would recommend it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. I was going to say, like, I felt the same way with, like, there were just some moments where I was like, eh, you know, because it is, a, it is a repetitive album for mm. sure, but it's done well. I mean, I can never go wrong with, like, some slamming, brutal deathcore, death metal, whatever you want to call it. It's it's good. It's still a really enjoyable listen. Uh, the shadowy, what is it? The shadowy descent of Gaia. Uh, the Seven Judges, A Cosmic Betrayal, The War Within, just to name a few songs. Um, yeah, I would say in the midway point is when it started to get a little shaky, but like the beginning and ending parts of the album were by far the best. Um, definitely an enjoyable album, especially if you like that style. Uh, 7.5 out of 10 for me. This one was actually my second favorite of the week as well. So, yeah, there you go. But uh, moving along to the next one here, that actually was my favorite of the week. We got the new Sleep Token album, This Place Will Become Your Tomb. Sleep Token, I've mentioned them a few times at least on the podcast. And I know when we did the uh, the interview with Vespera, they even uh, recommended their album too. 
Uh, I actually no, it was either me or one of them that recommended the album. Somebody did for that one. Uh, their debut album, Sundowning, which if you still haven't listened to that one, it's it's worth it. It is an incredible album. It's so fucking amazing and a little different too for modern metal i'd say just like with the ambience and electronic elements with it um but this one they just kind of like are picking right back off where they left off you know they continue to do what they do best have a more i would say this album is more consistent than their last one and um while maybe not as many memorable songs, I guess, like the first one. There's still like really good songs, and almost the entire album to me is like incredible. Uh, Hypnosis, the opening track, I believe it was that one. Oh no, Atlantic was the opening track. That one was that was a good opener with like the slow build up and everything. Hypnosis was the next song off that. That one was really good. Uh, Alkaline, which was I believe their first single that they put out for it, is still an incredible song. Probably the best off the album, I'd say. I also love the the Love You Want, Distraction. Descending was really good, too. Uh, but yeah, I give this album an 8 out of 10. Definitely worth checking out. Trent, go ahead. Uh, it's interesting. I really do like kind of like the I guess you could say the hypnotic style that they were doing on mm. this one with like um you know from from the either you know the instrumentals with it's just like it's kind of like that that droning like repetitive guitar riffs and stuff or if it is a guitar i don't know what it is um but yeah it was really cool because like i would find myself just like not really like blanking out at times but like really getting into it and i'd be like oh shit like I gotta actually do work here, um, but he does have a beautiful voice. Whatever the lead singer is, his, his yeah. voice is really beautiful. Um, it did get a little bit repetitive for me, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, it was fairly long as well. You know, average song here is like what, like four and a half, five minutes. So, um, it it was still really cool though, and I'm I'm. I'm glad that I got to listen to it. It, it is an, an 8 out of 10 for me as well because uh, it, it was really good. Absolutely, yeah. Great band. Check them out. Even live, too, I will say. Whew, they put on a great Have show. Have you seen them? Yeah, they, uh, I saw them open for Issues last a uh, couple years ago now. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. They, Have you, they're have awesome. you talked about that one or no? What's that? Have you talked about that one or no? That show that I went to? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a couple times, maybe, but... Uh, yeah, that was, like, the first time I saw him live, too. And, like, the, only, like, a week before, too, I think it's the first time I listened to their their biggest song, I'd say, uh, The Offering. And I was like, okay, I'm hooked. Like, just this song alone, I'm so hooked. And even live, they just, whew, they kill it every time. Definitely worth checking out. But all right, halfway point now. Before we continue, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we are back. All right. Let's get into it now with the new Rivers of Nile album, The Work. Go ahead, Trent. So, uh, I became a Rivers of Nile fan back in... There's a little bit of story that goes with this. Uh, back in, uh, I want to say, 2018. Late 2018, probably. Um, so, very recently. And... I think is that that's when uh, Rowell's no my Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and so with that album, 
I was instantly hooked. Uh, something about a saxophone in songs, I absolutely love. Uh, and it, if that's one thing that you also love, saxophones, I highly recommend Rivers of Nile. Um, because I think they do a great fucking job with it. Um, however, with this album, I was a little disappointed um, because there really was no sax. Um, you had it in like a little bit. But then you had like one really big sax solo, and that was about it. And then it was like really like, that's you know, yeah, really yeah. I guess that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like you know, where I was know my name. Like the entire album, like there was there was a pretty good amount of sax, um, like spread out throughout the album. But like, I mean, you had like some. I think like what, what what the biggest song. What, what the fuck was the solo from? I can't remember. Was it uh, Void Which No Sound Escapes, or was it Dreaming Black Clockwork? I can't remember. Mm, I think it was I The can't. Void. I think it was The Void. The Void from Which No Sound Escapes. Okay, mm. that's what I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that is probably one of my favorite songs on the album, uh, just in general. Um, it's it's This whole album is... Honestly, I think it's kind of different for Rivers of Nile. It, it almost goes back to, like, uh, their first and second album a little bit with just, like, how heavy some of this stuff was. Um, like, More uh, is definitely a very hard-hitting track. And I actually I wrote down the one lyric from it uh, that I thought was fucking amazing. Um, which was, uh, I hope it fucking kills you, which is what he screams. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It says it twice, and it's just like, whoo! So good. Um... Yeah, but I will say the, the one of my favorite things overall about this album is the transitions from song to song were so clean. Like from going from the uh, the void from which no sound escapes into more, there was like this little like I don't even know like static shit, and then it just went like right in. And I was like, oh man, it was very clean. Um, but I know a lot of people uh, that I've been watching on like the internet and like reading up about on this album a lot of people say dreaming black clockwork the second song um is where like everybody was hooked and like honestly that's where i was hooked as well um because dreaming black clockwork is a great second song the tower the theme from the work um is it's a very good opening track i will say um clean which i think that was the first single if i'm not mistaken clean was yep that was yeah i liked it as a single on this album as a whole i honestly don't think it fit it was kind of weird um like i got to it and i just really wasn't feeling it which was like it, it psyched me out a little bit i was like i know this song like i like this song it was a great single why the fuck don't i <laughs> I, i'm just i just wasn't feeling it towards like the midsection or like the uh as it was getting getting closer to the midsection of the album and that uh, that came on and i was like what the fuck um, but I think it took me like two lessons and I was like, okay, like I kind of feel it now, but, um, no, but going on like every, towards the end of the album, uh, it get, I think it got, a, it got like a little bit slower, which was nice. It was a good ending. Uh, and then Terrestria for work, uh, on every album of theirs, they have like a track called Terrestria and then whatever, like one, two, three, four. Um, that's just on every album. I don't know what that stands for. I never looked into it, uh, but I think either. it's cool. I think it's cool how they have it on every album. Uh, anyway, and it, it means something significant. 
Um, so that's also really cool. Uh, and yeah, overall, I'm giving it, it it's it's a nine for me, nine and a half. Uh, the few things I pointed out, if those things just like really, like if it just like hit a little bit different on some parts, um, some parts like most of it was very clean uh, as an album as a whole, uh, with you know the vocals, um, the instrumentals, everything. But there were just some things that I was like, yeah, I wish I wish I could have had this, um, like more sax. But uh, that is my take on it, uh, and I cannot wait till this album gets delivered. I'll tell you that I pre-ordered that shit, uh, and I can't wait to go fucking see them. Hell yeah, yeah! A week from today, uh, the three of us are all going to see Rivers of Nile and uh, a few other metal bands too. So, yes, sir. looking forward to that one. Um, but in terms of this album, uh, I'm going to. I'm just going to say first off, I will need to give this a second listen. Um. But he's fucking better. All right, but uh, the first listen here, I'm not impressed. I really was not. I was kind of disappointed, and I guess it might have to do with like I don't know. I mean, I know you said like towards the end of the album got a little bit slow, but I thought mm-hmm. like a good majority of the album was a bit slow too. Slower than yeah, Owl's it's no slower than Word Hours. My name, yeah. It's it's weird. Um. I feel like it did one of those. It's like a, um, you know, how we used to look at that story chart in uh, in school. <laughs> it's like you get you like start off flat, rise oh, up, and yeah. go back down. Yeah, I, like yeah, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like this is that album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, For sure. It tells us it tells a story, which I mean, that's pretty much just rivers and anyway. Their album's gonna tell a story, right? And it's just like nothing was like memorable to me either, and I was just like, I really don't understand why, because I mean, like. It's not too far off from what Where I Will Know My Name sounds like. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like a continuation of it. And it just, no, not, not a lot did for me here. I'll talk about the highlights, though. Uh, Dreaming Black Clockwork, the goddamn ending with the distorted fucking shit. Was, <laughs> that was cool. That was really cool. I couldn't remember what song that was off. I would have said it because I was like, I know there was a song where it started to get really distorted and then it went like right into another song. And I it was it was like it. a dust storm, you know? It almost sounded like that. I was like, oh shit, this is really cool. And it even had like a slow build up too because I think like the first half was like, Maybe, like, a little heavy, but, like, it got heavier as the song progressed. So I was like, all right, that's yeah. cool. Uh, Focus, I liked. I thought it was okay. I mean, that was, like, the second single that came out for yeah, it. Yeah, that was the second single. Mm-hmm. Now, Clean, I think it's my that's my favorite song off the album. That one was awesome. And the biggest thing I love about that one is, like... Well, let me explain this real quick here. When they added, the, like, the saxophone and everything to, uh, you know, Where Owls Know My Name, it... Excuse me. It kind of reminded me of a uh, Pink Floyd a little bit, you know. And like I noticed that they do have some Pink Floyd elements or influences rather in their music. Another example being Clean here, going back to it, where they use like the uh, the synthesizer in the middle there that almost sounds like something off of uh, Wish You Were Here, you know, like on Welcome to the Machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly what that reminded me of. I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's really cool. I dig that a lot. Um, the Void from which was the Void from which no sound. So, no sound escapes. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one's all right. That one I like too. Uh, Moore's intro was interesting. Uh, it was either the intro to that or the ending of the void. Uh, just like with the chanting and shit. I thought that was just. I was kind of like, oh, okay. This this kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, 
And then, yeah, everything... yeah, that was that was the end of the void from which no sound escapes. Yeah. That honestly was like my favorite part because it was all the chanting and shit, and you're like, what, what the fuck is? Like, what's going? Is and like, called? I was sitting there, well, and then more comes on, and he's like, Rah! I was like, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> literally. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I guess I just wasn't what I was expecting on the first listen, and uh, I do want to go back to it. Um. And just see if it's any better, but I don't know. I yeah. just I'm I'm just really surprised that nothing really stuck out to me other than those things I mentioned. But I gave it a yeah. six and a half out of ten. Uh, nothing crazy. It wasn't the worst of the week. That's the next one. But um, yeah, this is just I don't know. I guess something I just have to sit on a little bit more, and maybe yeah. it'll change. I, maybe it won't. I will say I think I listened to it five times. Right, fair. And I then... think I did. Um, <laughs> so You're like I will force myself to like this if I have to. Yeah, well, I listened to it while I was cleaning and vacuuming the house, and that was the last time I listened to it, which was yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was just fucking jamming. I was headbanging the entire time. <laughs> Love to see it. But all right, next here, we got a new album from Thrice, Horizons East. All right, so uh, or Thrice, rather, uh, I have a bit of a... Uh, a love-hate relationship with them mainly because i love their older shit from what i've heard i mean their album the artist in the ambulance is like one of my all-time favorite post-hardcore albums and it never gets old in any listen you know it's timeless to me however uh when they came back from their high uh, their hiatus and i believe it was like 2015 or 2016 yeah, it was 2015 they came back, 2016 they came out with the album. And that album was To Be Everywhere Is To Be Nowhere. That was, like, a weird transition to me into, like, this new sound that I'm aware of. I don't know if any of their older stuff sounded like this, but, like, they kind of had this, like, southern rock vocal style with, like, grunge and hard rock mix and, I guess, a splash of post-hardcore. I don't know, but I was never a big fan of that whole album. I do like the song Hurricane and Black Honey, the singles off that album. But, yeah, it just... It felt very weird. And then they continued that sound on their last album, Palms, which was one of my worst albums of 2018. I'm pretty sure I gave that one, like, a 2, maybe a 3. I was not impressed with that one at all. So, going into this album here, with all that in mind, I did not have high expectations at all. But it's still a band that, like, you know, I would like to see what they're doing with, you know, every release. Um... This album here, I believe the first single that came out was the song Scavengers. And I will say, I did like that song. You know, especially considering that when it came off of Palms, I didn't like any song at all off that one. That one was just very weak to me, not memorable. But this one had a memorable moment, and uh, Scavengers was it for me. So, with that in mind, I was like, okay, well, maybe there'll be more to it. Nope, the rest of the album was fucking shit. I'm like, oh my god, are you serious? Like it just dragged and it's not like the longest album in the world by any means but it definitely dragged on a lot and i was just like man are they like ever gonna come out with anything like artist in the ambulance again and the answer to that is most likely not i mean considering that like his vocal style on the artist in the ambulance is completely different than what he sounds like now it's it just almost seems like it's very unlikely although i did see them live before and they did play one song off artist in the ambulance and he can still hit like those the higher ish notes that he did on 
that album. So I don't know. I guess it's not impossible, just extremely unlikely. But yeah, I just have nothing else to say about it other than the fact that like it seems like they're going to be making the same album here for as long as this band is still together. So with that, I gave this a 4 out of 10. Uh, better than their last album for sure, but far from a good album in general. That's my take. Go ahead, Trent. I know nothing about Thrice. I'll say that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, never even heard of them. Uh, oh, really? I was, yeah, never heard of them. Huh. Uh, I actually, I like this album. For the most part. For the most part. Uh, some parts I did was, I was like, okay, you know, it was a little bit, you know, could have been more here to it. It was, it was a very basic album overall. Like, there wasn't much for um i guess in the ways of like not i wouldn't say progression but like change there wasn't much for change on this album Mm -hmm. uh it was very uh like the same thing over the course of the album uh however though scavengers is a fucking banger that one is it's good that one is it is a banger and it i kind of ruined it for me because like you know it's a fucking like second song in the album (laughs) You know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I kind of wish this was further down. <laughs> right, right. Um, if if it would have been like if you like uh, switched it with like Somerset Fire to the Rain, which that that song I actually didn't mind either. That one was pretty okay. Um, I'd have been okay with it being in the middle, and it, I think it would have made the album a little bit better for me. Uh, however, uh, I'm I'm gonna give it a music corner seven, uh, just because there are some parts that I wish were changed. Um, overall. Uh, and it would have done something for me, uh, but I th- I still think they did a good job. Not obviously not knowing uh, that they had anything before. So right, um, they, and they have like a pretty big discography. I'm not gonna lie. Like I think they, I think they have like over ten albums, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Okay. So, and yeah, I this is their eleventh. This, this is their eleventh album. Oh uh, fuck. Yeah, dude. They've been around the block. But yeah, all right. Yeah. Let's move on now to the final album of the day. A big one here, actually. The debut album here from Lil Nas X, Montero. Go ahead, Trent. Start us off. Oh, you ready for the biggest flop of the week? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I will start off by saying, this album was actually better than I thought it was going to be. However, um, doesn't take away from the fact that it was garbage. Oh, uh, okay, just was this supposed to be like a mixtape? What was this supposed to be? Oh, this is the debut, like studio album debut. Okay, then like, why was it like a mixtape style? I see what you mean. I see what you mean with that one. Um, like most, if not all, of like the beats and everything that were used on this, I knew from songs prior. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I agree. Actually, <laughs> come to think of it, yeah, and like. It says, oh, there's Elton John. Where the fuck's Elton John? The two-second piano part in the middle of the song? Is that oh, it? Elton John was a part of this? I had no yeah. clue. Exactly. Couldn't tell. Even the song he was on, I was like, I listened to it at least five times. It's like, where, where is Elton John? If it's the piano part, then, I, you know, I'm okay with that. It's a basic piano part, but whatever. Um, yeah, the album was... I, it, it's, it's probably going to make my... I, I my list on worst albums of the year, hundred percent. Wow, really? Um, yeah, it's gonna make it on that list. I did not like it at all. It was just very, uh, 
I will actually, you know, let me start off by saying, uh, I don't like Call Me By Your Name. I, I don't like that song. Didn't like it when it came out. Don't like it now. Uh, did I listen to it? Yes, I did, because I had to. Um, the two songs that I actually will give credit uh, on this album, Industry Baby. I was hoping for Jack that. Jack Harlow saved that. Just going to say that, that Jack Harlow. If he wasn't on that song, I wouldn't fucking like it. His part was really good. The other song, the last song, Am I Dreaming, I think Miley actually did a very fantastic job. I think that she really fit that song for an end of the album, you know, with her high backing vocals. I think it actually kind of made it. Uh, and that's why I like that song. Everything else, though, Dollar Sign Slime with Megan, garbage. Scoop, garbage. Doja Cat, horrible job. Um, Scoop is an annoying song. It is. Uh, all these songs, I like I said, it was like a mixtape style where like all these beats I have, I know I've 100% heard before somewhere else. And I don't know if that's just like what he was going for or what was going on, but I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't I couldn't name the song that I was from, but I knew it from somewhere. It was crazy. Uh and with that I will be giving this album a three out of ten. Damn. That's my take on the album. You came out with your guns fucking ready, man. It did. I had no notes. No notes planned. I said I know what I'm gonna say. God damn. I mean, yep. but I I do get it though. While I didn't like strongly dislike it as much as you did, I do definitely see the points uh that you made with it. It's like I don't know. I I guess I just wasn't expecting him to like also go with this whole like really really personal stuff too, which that I don't have a problem with that at all. I mean, his whole life Oh, yeah. Stuff. I'm never going to have a problem with if no, you put if personal you're... stuff in an album. Shit, that's okay. Like, I feel awesome. like I was a little peep. Right, literally. <laughs> Come on. And like no problem. I mean, I have no issue either that with his, him being gay or anything. I think that's awesome. Go off, tell your story, do it as it do is. Do what you want to do, bro. Just if you're gonna make good music, make good music. <laughs> Just get better at it. <laughs> um, but like, exactly. but like, yeah, I don't know. It just. I, this is one album I'm also not going to go back to because I really don't see any need to for myself. Whereas with Rivers and Isle, I would just because like I feel like there's more there to it. This one, I just no. There, when you were saying earlier about um, it sounded like something in all, and uh, you just couldn't put your finger on what it sounded like. There was one song I don't remember the name of it, but it sounded like a Doja Cat song, which and it's completely different from the Doja Cat featured one. Mm. But, like, there was one that genuinely sounded like something off-planet her that it reminded me of, at least. I'm like, oh, that's insane. Was it the song that she was on? Because that would make sense. No, no, no. I, 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 that's what I meant. Like, I just said, like, she. it wasn't the one that she was on. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, like, it was definitely one that, like, reminded me of it a lot. Um, okay. Her feature was fine. I mean, that one was okay. I don't like Doja Cat, but it could have been better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Megan The Stallion, I mean, we... We don't care about her here. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't expect much from us on that one. Um, yep. But songs I did like, I did like Call Me By Your Name. Uh, Dead Right Now was also a pretty solid one. And uh, And Just Your Baby, of course. That's the best song off the album. You cannot argue with that with me. Um, but yeah, after that, there's just nothing. 
Um, yeah, that that's kind of it. I gave it a six out of ten, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. There's not much else to say about it. A little bit of a weak debut, if I'm gonna be honest. But I mean, it is a debut. He has room to grow, and as long as you know he continues to grow, I think that's great. You know, because I do respect the hell out of Lil Nas X, and yeah, that's just how I'm gonna end it there. But there you have it. New albums of the week, all settled, but we got some album recommendations. I got one ready right here, actually, from uh, the boy Benny the Butcher, The Plugs I Met. Uh, Benny the Butcher is, um, I don't remember the exact family connections, but I know he's really connected with like West Side Gun and Conway the Machine, hence why they're almost like always featured on one of the other's tr- albums or mixtapes. They're just they're always making music together, and I think that's awesome. But the plugs I met is probably Benny's best album, if I'm gonna be honest. Like it sounds absolutely incredible, just like the different rap styles and everything that's a part of it, and like the gangster rap style. I've been really getting into a lot of like this modern gangster rap style that like you know these three have always been so good at doing but Benny with while this album is only like about 28 minutes and like nine songs Benny gives it his all on here too and he's got some solid features too from like 2 Chains, uh Fat Joe French Montana I've heard before like it's it's a solid album definitely worth checking out uh some songs I'd recommend would be Overall Plug Talk and uh No Instructions that one was super solid so yeah the plugs they meant check it out actually wait i <laughs> wait those songs i gave were completely off of the plugs i met too but uh i can give you what's from the plugs i met one oh, Nate. <laughs> what happened why did it do that it took me... the page i was looking at took me to the plugs i met too which that is yeah. a good album too but anyway uh from the plugs i met one songs i would recommend uh dirty harry uh, five to fifty and uh, Sunday school. Yeah, ignore the features I just said too. Uh, push a T though is on the plugs I met one. So there you go. The plugs I met one there. <laughs> Trent, go ahead. Uh, so if anybody has Spotify, uh, you know that we get the daily mixes, uh, and then we also get um, you know, uh, what the fuck is it called? Oh my god, I can't think. Uh, oh, Discover Weekly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was on my Discover Weekly, uh, and I was like, you know what? Let's let's listen to it. And I was listening to it. There was some rap stuff on there, you know, some, like, older stuff. So there was, like, a, a Suicide Boys song that I liked. I couldn't remember what it was, though. Because there was one song that really got me. Uh, and I was, like, in the car, I was like, is this Gojira? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I was like, is this something off of Terra Incognita? Because I've never listened to it. And I looked, and it was Soin. Um, oh, the one that we, we did had... earlier this year? Yes, the one that we did earlier this year. That was off their first album uh, called Cognitive. The song was called Oscillation. Um, the drum intro... Holy shit. I thought it was early Gojira, by the way it sounded. Um, and I've never had a drum intro get me like that like hyped i guess you could say uh other than ticks and leeches by tool uh because that one's a banger uh but the album uh cognitive is very good for a uh like an intro album um 
and like I, I would recommend 100% Oscillation. Uh, the song is absolutely nuts. Um, and then uh, Savia or Savia is um, my other favorite one off of that one because I listened to the whole album and I was like, dude, this fucking slaps. Um, and Nate, I don't know how you would feel about it, but Oscillation is a fucking banger of a song. And I went back and listened to um, the album that we did from them, which I can't remember the name of it. Oh my god. It's hard with an L. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one wasn't but, memorable to me, but like I'm, I know what it you're was it, it Lotus, was I think, right? Lotus, yeah. It was memorable to me. And we'll, oh, wait, no, no, no wait, not Lotus, not Lotus. That's their 2019 um, album. This one was Imperial. Imperial was Imperial, that. yeah. Lotus is also a great album. <laughs> um, I knew that one uh, beforehand, which I just figured out because I knew the song Lotus. Uh, I heard it from some body or something i can't remember but i knew the song just like holy shit um because i went back and like started looking up uh they're like old shit uh, after listening to oscillation and i was like i know some of these songs from somewhere and it was really weird so i'm assuming it was like either you know sirius xm or you know another like discover weekly type of thing um so yeah but that is mine i would highly recommend uh go listen to so old stuff even their new album from 2021 absolute banger and i will say uh i did recommend times by sg lewis to a friend of mine today hey. <laughs> uh yes there you go great album excellent album from this year album of the year most likely for me unless we get another kid cutty moment but i don't think that's gonna happen i don't i don't think it will eh, the way the year's been i don't, I don't mean, know dude <laughs> i mean i I thought it was DGD all the way last year, then psych. <laughs> but uh, literally right. last episode, that was crazy. And I was, I didn't, I still haven't listened to Man in the Moon three. Oh my god, get I'm on it! Listening. I know. Tonight, dude, get on that. I should. All right, but that's gonna do it with this episode. To Trent, as always, thank you for joining. Sebastian Spear, thank you for being on the Music Corner. And yes, yeah, <laughs> this has been the Music Corner with State of Waits, and we are signing off.